games we grew up with podcast relies on nostalgia and a geeky sensibility each episode we'll talk about one of the games that left an impression on us as kids put on some rose tinted glasses and reminisce about it then replay the game and see how it's held up over the years this episode we're calling out our megazord and talking about mighty Morphin power rangers for the super nintendo i'm chris and i'm katie i've grabbed my dragon flute and we've summoned the green zord Let's talk some games. Dragon Sword, let's go. Yeah. I went off script there a little bit. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about my favorite ranger, the green slash white ranger, which is not in this game. Yeah, who's not in this game, which we'll discuss. But that is something to bring up. This episode is about the video game. 150% there will be bleed through of the TV show. We, we can't not talk about the TV show without talking about this game. <laughs> so, yes, we will also be discussing a little bit of the TV show during this episode. Because why else did we play this game but because we loved the TV show? Yes. We do this TV show first, in yes. fair, I think. Yeah, no, very much so. We're on episode 41. Yes. You'll see some of the other games outside of this one that are coming up if you follow us over on Twitch. Haven't called this out in a bit. GWGW Show. You'll see some of your future episodes coming out. We play some of the games there. I also played a bit of the Final Fantasy VII Remake on the channel. You saw producer Lisa played one of our upcoming games on the channel recently. So yes, come on over to Twitch and follow us and, and check out some of the upcoming episodes where you can also suggest episodes for us to do because we absolutely take suggestions. I have not listened to the remake episode because I don't want it spoiled for I, me. I didn't expect you to. I know. Not that <laughs> I have time to play that game, but you know. I call out in the episode that you <laughs> probably won't be listening, but that's why I dragged producer Kai along with me. So I hope everyone else enjoyed the episode, even if Chris didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So let's get into our video game trope of the day. Trope of the day! God, I freaking love that theme. I feel like this is a perfect trope for a podcast about the video games we played as kids and focusing on our childhoods because today's trope is adults are useless. I love it. <laughs> so, Chris, explain to me how adults are useless in a pop culture video game sense. <laughs> so this is where you always see that video games have protagonists that are teenagers or kids or young kids. Like, somehow the adults can't do anything. Obviously, with Power Rangers, the protagonists are a bunch of quote-unquote teenagers. Yeah, teenagers with attitude. Teenagers... <laughs> Which is Thanks, never Zordon. actually said in the show. He says something else. Yes. He's like he's like strong and confident teenagers. He does say teenagers, but he doesn't say with attitude. Get, That's get us some teenagers with attitude. Yes. Somehow the protags are even uh, Final Fantasy VII, our last episode. Technically, they're all like 
Cloud is in his, like, late teens. Tifa is a teenager, yeah. Yeah, Barrett's an adult and Sid's an adult, at least. Yeah, but you've got things, uh, look at, uh, Earthbound. Earthbound's a bunch of kids. Earthbound's a perfect Saving game. the world. The Persona games, um, in particular, typically are teenagers yeah. in high school. Shinigami Tensei in general. I know I always bring that series up because it's one of my favorite series that we probably will mm-hmm. never cover on this this podcast. <laughs> so I have to bring it up while I can. The Persona series and the Shinigami Tensei series, it doesn't happen always. There's always like one or two adults running around, but the true saviors are almost always children. Uh-huh. The Pokemon franchise? Pokemon. Here's, hey, child, hey. go forth. Yeah. Go forth and capture all of the Pokemon as a child. Yeah, you're 11 now. Time for you to go out in the world <laughs> on your own. Because all their dads died in the war, according to dark, dark Oh, yeah, fan weird theory. fan theories, <laughs> yeah. But uh, in, in less serious ways, there's games like, like Bully. Your your lead is a kid. He's in high school. Everything is done by kids. And, yeah. and the adults are proven to not be helpful. They always turn on him. They don't listen to him. Like, that is part of the series mm-hmm. is he can't trust adults. So even in the non-world-saving sense, there are games where the, the adults are useless. Adults don't help in these situations. While not entirely useless in a pop culture way, it made me think of the Peanuts series, Charlie Brown, because the adults don't even speak in a language we understand. In the yep. Charlie Brown TV show, they just go, wah, 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 wah. They're, like, that, they're that's, just completely separate. Yeah. yeah. They're not, they're non-entities, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's a way to identify because, you know, you've got these games and media yeah. that are pitched towards kids and teenagers. So you make them the so ones who save the it's, world. It's like, yeah, it's like a self-insert thing. Like, uh, Captain why not? Planet. Captain oh, Planet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another bunch group, of kids. Bunch of kids. Teens who summon an adult, I guess. But still, bunch of kids. Do they have attitude? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> One of them, one of them is a Russian chick. She'll beat you, so probably, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Off the rails, as always, Yay! folks. But yeah, this, it just was the only thing I could think of when it came to Power Rangers is just like yeah. the fact that he specifically calls out, "I need teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> not adult teenagers." And actually, getting into, again, outside of game world, the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, the whole point is, like, the adults disappear. That's, like, a plot point at one point, that the, it's just the kids running around, and they're, like, addicted Jeez. to slime. Ooze? No, addicted to, like, ooze, or whatever it was. Like, that was part of the plot, is the adults all disappeared, and, the, like, the kids... Or, no, because because the ooze ensnared the adults to work in his factory, and so, like, it hypnotized them, so the adults all disappear to this factory, and so the kids in the town are just partying it up and doing nothing, and then they have to be the ones who save their parents like that was a whole thing i did not watch the <gasps> the the movie i saw it in theaters <laughs> how did you not yeah somehow i have not seen the power rangers movie because uh, i'm the worst we can fix that ah, that's fair live watch along i'll tweet as we go yeah it'll be announced folks we'll have it happen anyway overall back to the trope <laughs> One thing we didn't mention in the other game franchise I wanted to mention, the Zelda franchise. So, oh yeah. Link isn't always a kid, but there's a significant number of games in the franchise where Link is running around as a child. Most of the DS games, I feel like he's very much a child. Yeah, and, and Wind Waker on the GameCube, he was a kid. Yeah. And Ocarina of Time, you go back and forth. A good chunk of it, you were a kid. Yeah. Like he's I, he's yeah. I was gonna say he's a he's a teenager at best. I'll say at best, he's a teen. I think yeah. in theory, in Ocarina of Time, you might be like twenty one when you're an adult. But even then, like 
It's iffy. You checked his ID? Yes. He was drinking some grog in the background. It's fine. Or whatever they drank in the in the the Zelda world. Just like Moo Moo. (laughs) Because he's a child, so he drinks Uh. milk. So just it's a very common trope, and it's funny. It's when you start thinking about it, you're like, oh god, all these children do. Why is it always the child's job to save the yes, world? Yes, it's 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 self-insert. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's a. I'm not gonna. There's a large part where adults play games, kids play games. When kids are playing games, self-insert. That is a good way to make your characters relatable. Yeah, it's a, it's an so. easy it's an easy out that leads to other tropes like the fact that like the main character has no personality. So it's a self-insert character. You'll find it a lot out there. It's really kind of a fun trope. Again, it's a way for kids to get interested a lot of times. And sometimes as an adult, it's kind of fun to go back and be that kid character. But it also is a good plot thing of like kids can get away or do things that adults can't. And so you use that in your plot device. So that's why Adults Are Useless is today's video game trope of the day. Trope of the day! So it is time to talk about the game of the episode. Katie, what can you tell me about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the video game for SNES? And that is important to say. Yes. Throughout this whole episode, we will be almost exclusively referring to the SNES version of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The reason I have to say that is while a lot of games come out on many consoles, because cross-platform is a thing... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the game that came out in 1994, came out on five different systems around that time that were almost five entirely different games with the exact different. Yeah. The exact same cover art and everything. They're just different games, different developers. There were different developers working on the different games. The Super Nintendo version doesn't even have a separate Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's all on one page. <laughs> Because it's all the same quote-unquote game, even though it's it's not. But it's not! So, there are the Super Nintendo version, the Sega Genesis version, a Game Gear version, and a Game Boy version, and a Sega CD version. Game Gear! Game Gear! Yes. Throw that out there because that is a a artifact of... The time. Or I should say, yeah, it, it is a... Our neighbors had a Game Gear. I was super jealous of it. Yeah, and he used eight batteries. Oh, God. Eight double A batteries so and batteries. lasted about an hour and a half. It was so bad. <laughs> Still super jealous of it, but it was so bad. So, the SNES game that we'll be discussing is a side-scrolling yes. beat-em-up with some platforming elements in it. The Game Boy version is very similar to it, but way more basic. Like, only one color. Not great. Mm-hmm. The Genesis game is a basically Street Fighter 2 clone. So it's a one-on-one battle with rounds. Mm-hmm. And the way the rounds work is the first round, you get to pick your ranger. The second round, the monster gets big. And so you play as the Megazord. Oh, so that's like more in line with uh, how the TV show works. Kind of, yeah. You actually get to, along the story path, you fight Tommy. And when you beat him, Ooh. he actually joins your roster and you can play as Tommy and as the Dragonzord. Tommy, my boy. Which is kind of awesome. So he's actually in the green, Genesis Green, green, white ranger. Weirdly, the Game Gear game 
actually was one of the more developed versions that it was smoother and faster than the Genesis version and actually had more of the beat-em-up elements at times, even though it was still a fighting game. There was actually Mm beat-em-up elements to it, which is wild when you think about it, that it was a combo almost of both. Yeah. And then the Sega CD version was a full motion-based quick-time event game. Ugh. So, like, it literally was... That sounds awful. ...clips of episodes that you would have to press buttons to match. And because they were clips of episodes that weren't recorded for the game, even if you got it wrong, the video never changed. You just failed at some point. Yeah, I can't believe quick time events were that early. I mean, I guess they were. It wasn't called that at the time. Yeah, but it's what we now know as a quick time event, essentially. Like, Uh. a button prompt would appear on screen. (laughs) So wildly different games, all with the same name, all with the same cover Mm -hmm. art, all coming out around 1994, completely different games. Again, we are focusing on the SNES game, which was the side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yep. The SNES version was developed by Natsume, which I always associate with Harvest Moon, so that made me giggle. Oh, yeah, that makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Yeah. <laughs> Though I believe they just publish Harvest Moon, not develop it. Yeah, so, fair enough. But the Power Rangers game was, of course, published by Bandai. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Makes sense. But, but the Sega version was published by an arm of Bandai, but not main Bandai. Again, very <laughs> weird. Yeah. Critical response for the SNES version was not great, to be fair. <laughs> Electronic Gaming Monthly, they're the one that always do the four different reviewers. Uh, they mm-hmm. gave it a six and a half out of 10, but basically then all said, it's a bad review. It, the number <laughs> says six and a half out of 10, but all of them were negative reviews that were like, this is not a good game. <laughs> <laughs> They basically said it was too easy, but they liked the character oh, selection Jesus. of the game. It, too easy oh, no. for good players. They specifically called out good players to make it really easy, which every game. But I that's feel like not that. how that should work. Like the funny part is, Nintendo Magazine gave the game a seventy-seven out of a hundred, and mm-hmm. they said one of the reasons it was it was not as good a game it was because it was mighty tough. Get it? Get it? Mighty. I get it. And so they, but they thought it was hard. So <laughs> clearly there was a difference of opinions, but they liked the stylization and that it felt like the TV show. And that was, I think, the biggest advantage of the SNES version was there were a lot of elements of the TV show in it versus the Genesis version of the game. You never saw any elements of the TV show, really. Like, you didn't see them unmor- the characters unmorphed. You didn't really have any of that kind of association with the show itself. It was just a reskinned game, basically, which is kind of an interesting dichotomy. So I thought going in that I thought there would just be a reskin mm-hmm. game. And I still think it was. There's just not a lot of information out there about this game. As we said, it doesn't even have its own Wikipedia. It's merged with... It just means it wasn't a very good game. Yeah, it's merged with all the other versions. (laughs) There wasn't even a TV Tropes article about the game or any of the games. No! Like, it just doesn't exist very much. I tried searching. I found, like, two or three, like, YouTube videos that talked about it in generalities, but nothing specific about it. But I wanted to bring up one of our favorite stats, speedruns of the game. So... Speedrun of the game, any percentage, so using any character you want. Uh, the speedrun is 27 minutes and 32 seconds. It was set three years ago by Mr. R. Knight. I can see that. All rangers, so this means you have to use every ranger at least once. That was 28 minutes and 43 seconds by Mr. R. Knight two, two years ago. All right, so Mr. R. Knight has the... Uh, the- Strategy the deck. corner. Yes. yes. What's funny is the third category of speedrun is the Billy speedrun. <laughs> <laughs> 
But this is because the Aww. legitimate reason is this category is separated from other categories due to Billy being the slowest ranger and his throw range is not as good for setups, so different strategies must be used. There's oh, a- so this is so weird because I feel like I went with Billy I more often than I not. I liked his range. He had a longer range than some of the other ones, especially when Yeah, I honestly thought he could throw because he could throw high. Yes. So- but yeah. because of setups is the way they word it. So specifically in the, ah. the speed running community, Billy is just significantly slower than the other rangers Aww. because his the speed run time was 30 minutes and 15 seconds. So well, it's three uh-huh. minutes slower. Set by Dan Show One three years ago. So kind of older records. But the second place one on the Billy run, there's a second place person who uh, I didn't write down their name, but they only did it a month ago. So people are still doing the speed run. Yeah. It's the Billy speed run. The Billy speed run. Because Billy. It, it makes me laugh because speedrun.com doesn't like, has some like just general ways that they list things. So any percentage yeah. is kind of how they say it. So it's Billy percentage. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh because Billy I love percentage. it. Love it. So that's all the information I have really on the game. As we said, there isn't a ton out There's there. There's not a lot, yeah. Uh, and we could have gone into like TV show development, but we're not going to get that much. We'll talk about the show, but yeah. not the development and stuff. So, as we said, we don't have a lot on the development of this game or anything like that, so it's time, I think, to play that Chi Ocarina of Time, go back to the past, and talk about the game before we get a chance to play the game again. I would say we're not playing the Chi Ocarina of Time, we're playing the, um, no. You don't remember the Dragon the... Flute. No, I the Dragon Flute of Time. Let's play that Dragon Flute of Time. And that music means we're back in the past, back before we had a chance to play the game. So, Chris, what do you remember about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? If nothing else, mostly the theme song. I was going to say. From the show. I was going to say, I'm going to keep it general and just say, not just the game. What do you remember about everything Mighty Morphin About Power Power Rangers Rangers in general. Yeah, because there's no way to divorce the two. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, just that, that, the opening theme with that guitar riff. Yeah. Like the And then there's there's like a guitar solo in the middle of it. Yeah, a little tapping in the middle. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's one I, of the I, best I, theme songs of all time. I'm sorry. I keep trying to convince uh, my 90s cover band to cover the theme song. And yes, fully yeah. approve. <laughs> Real quickly, we'll talk about what I remember about the game. Yeah. <laughs> It's a side-scroller brawler. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember, because there were so the many of those. I was trying to remember if it's based on the movie or not. Gotta not- be the show. I no, there's no the way show. it's the movie, because well, there was I don't a- know if I ever watched any of the Power Rangers movies. Because no, there, there was a different one that was based on the movie that had like the ninja elements, but I feel like this one was oh, just no, the I show. Oh, no, I think this was just on the show. I remember distinctly... You could you pick whatever Power Ranger you want to start, and it's really yeah. it was a really interesting mechanic of you start at you you could basically start or switch back and forth it between being like regular person and then yeah. morphing into the Power Ranger. Yeah, you had to like either gather power ups or like there was some mechanic where you had to build that up to be able to transform. Right. But their moves actually did slightly change too. Of like yeah, the moves. But the one I always will remember is Billy the Blue Ranger, the nerd. Yes. 
would do a certain move and he would put his hand over his head and like punch like he was protecting himself. And it was so Oh, awkward. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, oh, don't hurt me. Until he oh. morphed and then was like confident and it was fine. But I just yeah. remember distinctly Billy just being like, no. <laughs> do you remember the other Power Rangers names? All of them. Yep, Jason. Jason Trini. is the red. Jason is red. Trini yeah. is yellow. Billy yellow. is blue. Zach is black. Kimberly is pink, and then green is Tommy. Yes, green slash to, white. Did, well, he yeah. I, I don't remember in this game if he's green or white though. I think it's I, white. I, is he even in this? I don't oh, think the Green Rangers in, in this game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the the base five. There definitely wasn't racism at all involved when the Black Ranger was black and the Yellow Ranger was Asian. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Supposedly, they actually genuinely didn't notice, but... Eh, <laughs> uh, well. I also like the fact that the Pink Ranger has a skirt on her morphed outfit, but the yellow does not, because in the Japanese version, it's a dude. <laughs> well, I mean, the Japanese version is, like, a weird... We don't need to talk well, about this on the it's episode, a combination but, like, of two the show shows. is, like, yeah, like, two... Yeah. That's why yeah, they actually exactly. had rights issues when doing the modern movie is they got the rights to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but not to the show that Rita Repulsa came from. And so that's right. why they couldn't use her look in the new movie because they didn't have rights to trash can Rita. I, oh my God, I just, I, I didn't even, you know, I love Rita Repulsa. Didn't even think about it when I was writing my notes. And now I'm super upset about that. But because you didn't write about Rita, Rita was Repulsa. such a good, such a good villain. Such a great villain. And she had her two henchmen and she always screamed at them. They were glorious. What, I, what were the name of the, what were the name of the henchmen? I could picture them. I could see the, the gold, guy with gold, gold wings. He's, he's like gold, not Goldberg. It's gold, Goldar. Is, yeah, Goldar. Was, I think he's Goldar. Goldar, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't, the, um, other, the other one was like Crag or something like that. Yeah, because like Goldar was like the, the lionish face yeah, with and the he, gold he, wings. Yeah, he was more, he was the higher ranking one. Yeah, and the other one was like the doofy-looking pig-face <laughs> yes. guy. I'm trying to, again, I think because of when this game came out, it doesn't involve Zed, who is the second overarching villain after Rita. He was no, the dude who I had like muscles everywhere, like, so. like exposed yeah. muscle. No, I remember, I remember Zed. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember much of the plot of this game other no. than it was Power Rangers because we played it we played it at the babysitters this was another babysitter this game this was a babysitter game so we played it on the SNES and even though it, it did come out for the Sega mm -hmm. we didn't have it we only played the SNES version yeah. and it was so much fun you remember we got a talking to by one of the parents of someone else at the babysitters where we weren't they didn't want us to play this game in front of their kids because it was too violent quote unquote violent i don't remember so this it's at like, all you could play this game but please don't play it in front of our kids i don't remember that but violent. that's hilarious and it's like, man just just looking back and it's like a side-scrolling brawler is a violent video of, game of teenagers trying to save the world yeah and they they don't even fight humans they fight putties are the yes. enemies like putty putty men putty men. i thought they were just putties i are think it's just the putties yeah you know i think you're right you i think you're right the, and you don't even kill them and you hit them you, you hit, hit them the in, the, in the in the center and yeah. they like blow apart and then oh uh, my god yeah the, the noise 
So I don't think Zords are in the game either. No, I that was a disappointing part when I remember playing through it because I feel like Zords is the coolest part of Power Rangers. It was, yeah, it was such a basic game. It literally was a side scroller that you transform. I think there there could yeah. have been more than like ten levels at most. No, like it was I guarantee a- you, this was a different game that they just reskinned, <laughs> probably, or just threw it together in like six months. I wouldn't be surprised if it was an arcade game too, or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like a Japan. Except we've never seen it. Well, maybe in Japan. But but that would take like a translation. Oh, like, yeah. And even then, the tra- the people who are there transforming are different looking because it was the American actors for sure. Right, like. right. So never yeah, mind. no, this was this was a cash grab that was thrown together in, in less than a year. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> but we played it a ton. I mean, two-player games, again, are always hard to find. And it was two-player yeah. cooperative, which is always better because the right. kids aren't fighting each other. And it's, again, despite what that parent thinks, it wasn't all that violent. No, it's as violent as any... Our mom let us watch Power Rangers, and she didn't like violence. But we we woke up religiously on Saturday mornings to watch it. Yeah, so like that's how like it really isn't in that category. Like our mom did not yeah. care, and she's normally would care about that kind of thing. What was the name of the robot? I remember Zordon. Zordon was Alpha. head in the tube. Alpha. That's Alpha. right. Because I think she gets destroyed in one season, and then there's a beta. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Throw in the next robot. It's fine. Kind of. And Zordon was a creepy old dude. Yeah. But you don't find that out till later. He was just in the big tube. And then at one point, the tube gets destroyed. And he's just like this old dude, wrinkly old dude. It's a whole thing. Oh. I don't remember that. Alpha, find me teenagers with attitude. Find me teenagers with attitude. (laughs) Oh, that opening. So, so hilariously epic. Oh, God. I'm so excited. I I I know. Part of us playing this game again is absolutely watching episodes or watching clips of this. Oh show. yeah, it's gonna uh, yeah, that's 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 why we're talking mostly about the the show rather than the game because I feel like the game didn't have it was really a ton of substance. Yeah, like yeah. I, said, I I think each character did have a unique move set. Not buttons or anything, but they they moved differently. Like they had different right. ways they moved, so it wasn't just reskinning. I'll credit that. Like like I said, Billy was very very different. He like put his yeah. hand over his head. Like they, so they put enough effort in that these weren't just reskinned people for different characters. Each character looked and acted differently, and they acted relatively similar to their characters that I can remember. Yeah. So like Kimberly was more acrobatic and stuff like that. Right. Because she did. You remember they had they had weapons? Did they? I don't I mean, know in the game in the show like so like Red Ranger had a sword, uh Yellow Ranger had a bow and arrow, uh Black Ranger had size maybe or maybe there was Blue Ranger. I they think... definitely had they did like the Ninja Turtles. I was going to say are you sure you're not thinking of Ninja Turtles. No, I'm not thinking of Ninja Turtles. I I swear this is a thing. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I'll believe you, but I don't remember that at all. It was one of those things that came up in the show for like two seconds and they never use them. Uh, okay, that, kind that of like, sounds right. Kind of like the Zords that weren't Megazord were there just so they could come together. Oh, like, yeah, they, they never, never showed them apart. Like they, Only when they, it was the same animation of watching them come together. Yeah, they'd or use them, like, like that. For one move, and then they'd be like, it's not enough, guys. Yeah, the, the weird in between mode where it's just like a weird tank thing before Megazord stands up. Yeah. Literally never did anything. Okay, here's the question. What are all of their signs? Like, what were their their prehistoric animals that they're associated with? 
Can you uh, let's see. Black Ranger was Mastodon. Yeah, he was my favorite. Uh, yeah. Pink Ranger was Pterodactyl. Red Ranger was T-Rex. Yellow Ranger was Sabertooth Tiger. Uh-huh. Blue Ranger was Triceratops. Yep. Bam! Yeah, well done. I, uh, but, but I remember the, ma- the, the the Mastodon was so much bigger than like everyone else. Oh, yeah. And I was like, he could do so much by himself. Why don't they take advantage of this? <laughs> because, you know, basic. So a lot of our memories, I think, are so intermixed with the TV show. It's tough to just see, like, I don't remember what's in the game or not. I just don't all the time. I have yeah. a couple of things here or there. But in general, Chris... From what you remember, what is your rose-tinted score for Power Rangers? I'm just going to say Power Rangers. I'm not doing the whole Mighty Morphin every time. Yeah. I like. I mean, I'm sure my rose-tinted score is is like a nine. I'm, I'm actually going to say it's probably an eight. Okay. Like, we played it a bunch, yeah. and we love the Power Rangers, so it's hard to, like, we, we freaking love the game as kids. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll split the difference and say eight and a half because okay. it was Power Rangers. Sure. Uh, what about you? What's your rose-tinted score of the game? I'm going to give it an eight. Solid eight. We played it a ton. Yeah. I remember liking it. I it doesn't. I don't remember struggling with this game as much as I have with other games of that age. No, you're right. You're like, right. It, it seemed like something that we would just play until yeah. you, you, you died. Just, yeah, and it's one of those, like, I don't remember beating it necessarily, but I don't right. remember getting frustrated. It never felt like that. It was just just play and then hand it off to the next kid. Like, it was yeah. just super easy. Okay, agreed. I give it an eight. You gave it an eight and a half for our rose-tinted scores. What's your predicted score then? Because this is going to be, this is where it gets harsh. Oh, it's it's going to be like a six. <laughs> it's at most a six. There's no way this is actually a good game. <laughs> It doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy playing it, but there's no way that it's actually a good game for for the many reasons that we've outlined. That's valid. What what about you? What's your predicted score? I have to agree. It's going to be (laughs) And maybe it's a slight spoiler. I looked up how long to beat, but when howlongtobeat.com says an hour and a half, it's not going to be. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a good game. (laughs) That just means we could try to speed run this thing. Uh, Yes, it might be the shortest game on our list or tied with it. It's tied with it, I'm looking. It's tied with Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. For being and the that's shortest a game. Fighting game. Yeah. So that's hysterical. Solid. It, I, I'm looking forward to it. It should be lots of fun. We're definitely going to watch Cheesy Power Rangers. We won't be able to do that on stream, but we'll definitely watch some Cheesy Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to the present. Sorry, I just remember the thing that they do when they transform. Yes. When that's they throw where, their badges forward. And that's when I that's where they go. That's when they actually use the titles. They're like Mastodon, yeah. Pterodactyl. Yeah. Oh my god. All oh, this is coming back. Anyways, speaking of back, let's go back to the present. So let's play that Chi Ocarina of Time. Go back to the present when we've played the game and can tell you what we actually think of it. Let's go. It's Morphin Time! That music means we are back. We are back into the present. We've played the game. Boy. Yes, we have played the game. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the plot first. There's not much of a plot. Yeah, it's like they don't even say anything. It looks like almost an alternate reality because Zordon never appears in the game, Mm -mm. which is really interesting. This is a reason why I feel like this was just a reskinned 
something. It, it's less just so, a side-scroller brawler. Less so like, than I think some of the other Power Ranger games, ironically enough, because it was, like, I, I, I see it, but some of the elements make sense of, like, the morphing and stuff like that. Like... There's there's no Angel Grove. True. Like, there's no Angel Grove. You literally start... I, I can't even tell you what's the first level. Let me, I don't let me look at the go- Wikipedia. It's not there, so I don't know. Technically, it's downtown Angel Grove, and it's just like a, a street. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's a side-scroller, beat-em-up brawler. Yeah, There's so no plot. You, see, you, you, you go through you see five Rita, levels. It, yeah, you see Rita in the sky. Yeah. And she's, like, taken over. There's no Zordon, so these are the Power Rangers fighting back for whatever reason. I did find it really interesting. The level ones at boss was a skeleton whose head ends up floating around at various times. So a bunch of the pretty much, like, the first four or five bosses uh-huh. were from the show. No, like, he was actually from episode one of the yes. show. And uh, the Area 3 boss was from like episode two or three i guy is is a boss it was like the second or third you know, episode it is. so i do find it that it's really funny that the boss though the second level boss who was like the janitor because he had like a rake i didn't recognize yeah but still i thought it was really interesting because i i played the game before recently before we went back um, and producer kyle went back and watched we watched a couple of the early episodes and we're like oh Oh, oh, it's him. He's from the first yeah. episode. It was really exciting. I'm looking up the Area 2 boss's gnarly gnome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember the eyeball guy. Yeah, I mean, I, you're right. I think there were some. I just don't think it was significant number. Yeah. Them. Plot-wise, there's there's no plot. It's a side-scroller beat-em-up. Yeah. And, like, and and you might be right on the reskinning because I had a moment where I went and I threw someone and I didn't know I could throw people. And I was like, why did I throw them? And producer <laughs> Kyle is like, well, if it's anything like Streets of Rage, you were standing on top of them, so you throw. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Which is exactly what it was. If you're on top of the enemy, you can throw them. And you could throw uh, objects sometimes too, which was fun. Very rarely, but yes. Yeah, every once in a while there was like a bench that you could throw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but there was destructible property too which again maybe you're right maybe it does lead to reskid because in the first level there are cars that you can blow up the cars yeah but it was only like the first like it was so weird because like on the first level you could blow up the cars and then like the fifth level you could throw barrels yeah and there were there were some things that were destructible that had like health hidden in them and stuff so yeah so let's talk about mechanics yes so you could at the start, there are the five rangers, and this is the first season rangers. So it is Trini the Yellow Ranger, Zach yep. the Black Ranger, Jason the Red Ranger, Kimberly the Pink Ranger, and Billy the Blue Ranger. And you started the level as just regular teenager. Yeah, you were unmorphed. Person. And so we we got this wrong in the Rose segment. You didn't, like, get like power-ups to be able to morph it's just you have to go through part of the level it's when to finally morph. it's when rita yeah. summons the boss yes is when you're allowed to morph which i thought was really interesting but we were right that your move set is different between the unmorphed and the morphed version and each character moves slightly differently as well so we were right in the rose section that billy covered his head with his yes. hand to punch and it made me giggle Oh but, my god! And his his like jump kick was his jump kick, was 
I, I thought it was really interesting that the different characters really did have different moveset. It was one action button. You hit the same button to do anything yeah. you wanted. But they moved differently, and I, that's why, while it was a reskin, I just thought it was interesting because the moves felt natural to the characters. I'm not going to lie. Like, like Kimberly had a bit more gymnastics to it, and Trini was more on low kicks and stuff. Like, I thought it was just really interesting. When they morphed, they were a little bit more synced. They looked the same, and honestly, yeah, yeah. They, you could tell on the morphed characters, they just changed the color because Kimberly and Trini were some beefy dudes yeah. when they morphed. <laughs> It was interesting because Jason couldn't throw people into the air, but Billy could. Yeah. It was different move sets. Like, all the moves were the same, but the results were different. Yeah. And that was, that was weird. And, and, and it was interesting. The one thing that did change when they morphed, besides just their colors, they had different weapons. So, like, Trini had the Psy, and, and Jason had the sword. Yeah, the weapons were so different, and almost, like... So, like, Jason had the, the sword with a big reach, and Billy had the kind of cyber trident. I, I kind of called it a trident. It was, but he, like, spinned it around more like a bow. And, like, it, it made it so, like, like, Trini was almost not as good as Jason. Like, Jason, for me, at least, was, like, the Red Ranger was the best way to go. Well, because he was the leader. Yeah, but, like, it was a reach thing. Like, yeah. Well, I thought the reach that Billy got was fine. Yeah, but Billy had a weird thing. So here's the thing. The hitboxes in this game were so weird. I, I don't know if you ran into this. No, but the like, hitboxes were a pain in the butt. The hitboxes were were awful in this game. So, like, Billy would twirl his, like, Saibo thing. Yeah. And if there was a putty inside of that, it wouldn't work. Like, that was one of those, the sword with Jason sort of worked out to be the best. Like, mm. because Zach had the axe. Yeah. And Kimberly which was had okay. The, and Kimberly had the, had the bow no, the and bow. she could shoot, but I wasn't sure. It's It had one of those, like, it's like a combo attack where if you hit like three times, she would shoot the bow. The mechanics on this game were, were super awkward because especially so the pre-morph, it was pretty much the same, like punch, punch. But if you punched like two or three times and could get a combo, yeah. it was like an instant kill. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the jump kick. Which was kind of overpower because the number of times I just would let jump kick back and forth. That's funny. So yeah. my thing was, maybe it's because I'm not good at it, but I found that when I jumped, the putties were more likely to use their knives because the yeah. putties had knives. Why do putties have knives? That's not a thing. <laughs> they, they have knives and they could throw knives and then later they got swords. One like, of them had like a ball and chain. Yeah. That's not how putties should work. No, or it's just like when they first I was like, "Is that a knife?" And they're not. But yeah, what I'm saying is, when I would jump, they were smart enough to be like, "You're in the air, knife you in the air." And I'm knife. like, Good Lord. But that was the thing. Like certain actions could be interrupted, and other yes. ones wouldn't be. Sometimes a jump kick would work. And sometimes a jump kick would be interrupted by another jump kick or a knife. Yeah. Like, but the, it, the yeah. mechanics of the game were very inconsistent. I think or, inconsistent. I mean, they were consistent because they were programmed that way. But it, it was it didn't feel consistent, I would say, to the point. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I will say the other thing that was interesting that I think is an argument against, again, it being just a pure reskin and not its own game. I don't mean it wasn't based on something, but the fact that each of the Rangers had their own weapon. They had the built in. Yeah. Like, 
the the, what, the the blasters that they all used to use. So if they wanted to keep it generic, they could have just given the Morphed Rangers blasters, and then it would have been yeah. the same with all of them. But they gave them individual weapons, and they did have reach, because the fact that Trini had their daggers, not Sai, I looked it up, yeah. that she had daggers, her reach was significantly less than the players who had the longer weapons, and that was programmed in. It was in. so annoying. It yeah, that's, that's why I just went with Jason, the Red Ranger, more often than not, because the sword had the reach. Right. And that's what it was. It was really interesting, those dynamics that then again, some of the, it came from the show because Jason was supposed to be significantly better yeah. fighter than everyone else. He taught them yeah. how. To, no, he taught them how to do martial arts. Like that's yeah. his thing. Yeah. Again, I was rewatching the original like first episodes <laughs> and there's like Billy's first class in karate with Jason. Like it's a thing. Uh, yeah. Literally, literally the first episode, Billy just gets harassed by putties and thrown around. Yeah. And well, so. in the second episode, Trini is scared of heights, which is, they, they called it, what did they say? It was like height fright. They're like, she has height fright. I'm like, who the heck says height fright? It was their dialogue was very reminiscent of the time. Yeah. It was, this is what kids say these days kind of thing. But yeah. she rescues Billy off of the top of the mountain. He has like, everyone else is fighting like five or six putties and there's one that's cornered him at the top of the mountain and Trini has to go save him. It's hilarious. Yeah. Poor Billy. I will say the level design was fairly creative. Mm -hmm. Like, you had, like, there's lots of up and downs, which I'll go back to a trope of the day, fake difficulty. When you're going up and down and you have to, like, uh, fight low or high. Oh, that was such a you pain. Had to, you, you had to move around yeah. to make it work to fight them. but And there was, like, the swimming area. Yeah. Like, that was completely different. There was um, jumping up and down like you're on an elevator. Yeah, they, they actually had some variety in there, surprisingly. Yeah. So there was the mechanic where when you morphed, honestly, when you morphed, especially when I was playing the Red Ranger, it was almost overpowered because, again, that reach of the sword. It was nice, though, like, that you they redid your health. When you morphed, yes. your health refilled, which was really nice and convenient. Yeah. There wasn't a because ton of they health. Had, they had power-ups sort of like halfway through the level. Yeah. Like before you morphed, you got like a chicken leg that gave you some health. No, it was literally like a first aid pack. It was like a white box with a red cross. No, 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 no. That was after you morphed. Was before there's... you morphed, it was it was like a turkey leg, chicken leg. I don't leg. remember ever seeing anything before I morphed, to be fair. Oh, so well. <laughs> I might have missed get, it. Get good then. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> After you morph, they had first aid packs, and you could, like, overfill so you can get more than full health. Oh, I definitely never had enough health that that helped. (laughs) It would change the health to, like, blue. Oh, I don't think I knew that, because I wasn't good enough. Even in our modern playing, I was never good enough. So, it was super interesting, because the bosses were fairly straightforward, but then I hit level four. And the boss was, like, three levels, throwing, like, four different attacks. Yeah. I could not get past that boss. If it makes you feel better in the walkthrough, it says, this boss is a real toughie. He he was awful. We talk about this game should last 90 minutes. I could not get past this boss. I had to look up. Did you use the code? Yes, I looked up a a code for the next level. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, it was interesting because they were different. The level design was pretty varied. You had, as, like, as we said, the swimming, the uh, grab, grab stuff from the top. Yeah. Have to swing up. 
Yeah. Like, was... And there was wall jumps. There was wall yeah. jumping. It was just. Oh, yeah. Wall jumping, which it doesn't say. Never I had once. to look up. Yeah. I had to look up how to wall jump. When I got to that point of the game and I was like, I can't reach this higher platform. Right. Chris said yeah. wall jumping. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of cheated. Yeah. I still remember I got stuck on that level four boss at one point on the stream. And yeah. I was just like, I need to stop. And one of our viewers was like, yeah, it makes sense that you don't want to play this game that you're not having fun with. Yeah, shocker. It was just like, uh Also, it turns into a fighting game. Yeah. Yeah. It does bring in fighting game elements, considering what you're saying, it's very different than the other games. Yeah, which we didn't know from the Rose segment. We were but not you get to we were Yeah, you get to level six. Yeah. Yeah. You get to level six and all of a sudden you go to the Megazord. Which we didn't realize was a thing. Yeah, we didn't know the Megazord was in the game, which I think in the Rose we mentioned, we're like, how we don't even get to be a Megazord in this game. We do. Yeah. We just didn't. We were terrible. One thing I also found interesting about this game in general is there is no two-player mode in this game. Beat-em-ups are perfect for having two players. And the Power Rangers, it's not like they were by themselves. The whole point is they're a team. The fact they didn't build in a two-player mode baffles me it just kind of goes with how i feel like this was just a reskinned lazy i don't know i don't know i i don't know but then the shift the weird shift at the end to where you're the megazord yeah and it's just sort of a fighting game with power levels it was weird again i just looked up codes yeah to get there but it was weird i beat the first level by just blocking most of the time and letting my power level build up and then shooting because, you know, the Megazord can shoot things. I mean, obviously. No, that's not how the Megazord works. <laughs> obviously. God. I know it doesn't. It's just funny. Ugh. And then the second, so that was level six. And then level seven, which is the last level. Yeah. You think you kill it. And then he gets a second level of health. And Because of course it does. I know. I never beat that one. It's but, not even ugh. my final it's... form. That was one thing this game had power of three for sure every boss had three different kind of iterations of themselves i think at least two if not three i think it was just two i'm thinking the first one had three because that yeah he had two different modes because he had like the regular and then the flying and then the head that's true and then you had once you morphed you had like the bomb yeah you did have a special like yeah it was a special move but you could only use it once I think there were some power-ups throughout the level that you could, like, reload it. Because there was something that was, there like, was There was one pickup you could reload it. But after you died, you mm-hmm. didn't get it back. No. And the yeah. thing is, everywhere I was, I was looking as well, I was, like, I was like, I never needed to use it. I only ever used it on the bosses. And they're like, hey, you really don't need to use it till you're on the bosses. So the, the reload yeah. was silly because you would only use it on the boss. And it was before the boss. No, and I always saved it. It was one of those, like, am I almost dead? Then I'm not going to use it. I'll wait till I die, fight the boss again. Yeah. And then try to use the bomb super power up. It was it was weird. It was <laughs> a weird game. It was a weird game. There it wasn't there wasn't a lot to it. It was very straightforward at the end of the day. Like I said, there were really three buttons you use. There was attack, jump, and bomb. Yeah. That's it. I didn't hate it. I hated I hated how different 
the characters were because it's just like I wish they were more equal. No, but it's fun they're different. That's the yeah, point. Yeah, it's fun they're different, but they're not balanced well. No, they're not balanced well. No. Also, um, I, I saw this definitely. No, I think it was all of them. If you watch the running animations, mm-hmm. it's like, and this is something I only... I wouldn't have been able to describe correctly until I was watching another YouTube channel talking about making games, but the run animation Mm -hmm. was not at the same speed as the move speed. So it looked like they're kind of like moonwalking forward type thing. So it's like the speed of the sprites running doesn't match their movement speed. I don't think I noticed that. I'm not going to lie. I did only because I had read about this earlier. And it just, that's all I thought about. It was super awkward. Like you could watch them just kind of float. I mean, over the, the ground. The game was made in the early 90s. Well, oh, yeah, yes, but yes. like, this is just good programming practice. Like, <laughs> good. Eh, extra yeah, money. Well, this whole game, yeah. <laughs> Costing more money. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, it was fun. It had the music from the, the show. I like that the characters looked as close as games back then would look like the actors. Yes. Like, Yes. They were it's before they transform. Once they transform, they all had the same. Like I said, they were all. Well, kind of yeah. After after they transformed, it, it same thing it, with the show. It was just like no, Sentai. No, because even at least in the show, each of the characters looked different in the outfits. In the game, they all were literally the Red Ranger reskinned because they all had the same helmet. Even which in the show they have different helmets. That's and true. Kimberly didn't have a skirt in the game. Oh yeah. It's literally that just a true. reskinned Red Ranger. <laughs> So that part was sad. And they're all like really beefy. So even like Trini and, and Kimberly get like really beefy dudes. Well, even even Billy, like Billy goes from uh, producer Lisa literally said it's like, why does he look fat in the. Uh, it's his overalls, his overalls. It's his overalls. <laughs> and then as soon as he transforms and morphs, he's he's beefy, beefy blue ranger. <laughs> I try not to. I've made the joke before. That on the TV show, the fact the Yellow Ranger was Asian and the Black Ranger was black was not Yeah. Great. But I realized the TV show made it worse when part of the Black Ranger's fighting style was like hip hop dance. And I was like, oh no. Oh no, you could you could look at oh, you could look no. at Zach where he did like the shimmy. Uh-huh. And you're when like, he was walking back and forth. In the game, and it was just and like, like, oh, oh no. No. <laughs> no. No, but it was that accurate to the show, I guess. So it's yeah. Uh, but overall, it was entertaining. I think it was more fun because we knew it was the show more than the game itself. Yeah, and so I think this might be coloring my my final score. Sure. But I mean, if, what do you think? What is your final score? We had the music. It it was a. It was a game. It was a game. It's a, it's a <laughs> five out of ten. There's just nothing. Oh to it. wow! There's nothing to it. It was really basic. Thing. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed it, for video games, even if they're based on a media, you you hope that someone who has no association with the media could so still enjoy the game to a certain extent. You can't with this one because there's just nothing special about it. It's like every other beat 'em up out there, and even then, doesn't have everything that some of those do. So I don't know. I'm gonna be mean. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. What about you? That's. I give it a six, six and a half out of ten. You're so nice. I think the theming is good. I just think the balance was super terrible. Yeah. Like the balance between when you're a kid, a, 
a teenager and when you're morphed was terrible because like when you morph it was way easier and also the putties had knives why did the putties have and knives? the putties why did the putties have knives why did the putties throw knives uh, it's it's not a good power rangers adaption i'll well, say for those that elements well so that's the thing some elements were really good to the show like the fact they brought some of the actual bosses from the show yeah. into the game. I loved those elements. And then other elements were like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, like the the setting was not anything in the show and the putties yeah. were weird. And But like even the game design was interesting, at least. It was varied and kind of, kind of interesting where you had to swim, you had to go up and down. Yeah. But I think you're trying to talk yourself just... into a better score. No, it just, the hitboxes were terrible. It's one of those things like the programming was terrible. Yeah. The design was good. The programming was not there was, good. There was idea and heart in it. It just didn't execute. Yeah. yeah. Which again, going back to the, this was a reskinned, throw it together. Six and a half. Right. Meh. It had the, it had the theme song. It had that the might theme give it, song. The theme song gives it an extra point. Uh, so your final score was a six and a half after you gave it a rose of an eight and a half and a predicted of a six. So you're actually above your predicted. I gave it a five after giving it a rose score of an eight and a predicted of a six. So overall, I would say if you have a chance to play this, I, if you have a chance to play this game for free, have fun. (laughs) You're, You're not going to. I mean, I picked this game up at a convention for $10. So if you can play it for yeah. free, have fun. If not, don't worry about it. Unless you're a really big Power no. Rangers fan. And if you're you a want... huge Power Rangers fan, play it, yeah. I guess. Nostalgia's nice, but beyond that, it's eh. So all that said, Power Rangers, I love your show. It, it aged awfully, and that's great, actually. It's one of those awfully... awfully aged shows that's just fun to watch now we'll live tweet the movie at some point so maybe do a watch along with that so we'll have fun with that otherwise what's our next episode chris i think our next episode is going to be the first time we've done a real-time strategy game starcraft for the pc for the p yeah okay fine it was on it was on 64 but it was terrible yeah and 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 some people don't know it so in theory we have to tell them what it's on it's on the pc (laughs) if you've seen our stream you've seen it before i'm looking forward to seeing katie play this game bad it's gonna be bad just play it with the cartoon version so you could you want me to pay 10 more dollars all right money bags So, our next episode is going to be StarCraft. Look Starcraft! forward to that. Like, I love this game. <laughs> I'm underselling it on my end. He's so Just excited. You. He's so excited. I love this game. If you follow us on Twitch, like I said, you've already seen Chris and producer Lisa playing some of this game. So, go back and watch the VODs if you have a chance and you haven't seen it. Otherwise, look forward to some more streams coming up. As I said, there's actually a bunch of games that we have ready and we're going to start playing on the stream. So, look forward to those in the coming weeks. You can find us on Twitch at GWGW Show. Find us on social media at GWGW Show, games we grew up with, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us. We are pretty good with talking with people yeah, most we, of the time. We love we responding, love so talk to us. Big thanks to the producers. The producers just walk straight out of the room, but they are great. <laughs> we love them. They are good at keeping us 
in line. We love you guys, our viewers, our viewers on Twitch, our viewers on on social media, our listeners. We couldn't do this without you. This has been so much fun. So much fun. Like I said, join us. Uh, if, if you want to join the watch along for uh, Power Rangers, tweet at us. That's probably where I'm going to do it. GWGW show. Otherwise, we will see you all next episode. Say goodbye, Chris. It's morphin' time! Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Goodbye, Chris! Goodbye! <laughs>